Boy, that was great. You folks are getting with it. Y'all should eat big more often. Wonderful meal today. Thank you for all the hard work. I know went into that. Really enjoyed the visit, and it's, it's a challenge to visit with everyone, uh, which is a good problem. But thank you again for the week. It's just been a joy for me, and I feel very blessed, and I pray God will bless you. So the study of the evening, uh, I'll encourage you, if you're visiting, please study along. We'll have the passages up on the screen. We thank you if you're visiting, but it's, it's kind of the end of a meeting sermon, I guess you might say. It's not a I'm giving up or I'm a quitting sermon, but I'd like to encourage you uh, before I leave, because I don't know when we'll be together again. So, Enoch. The Bible says a, a very positive thing about the man. And God has many statements about people that pleased him. And it is said of Enoch that he walked with God. And I think it's a beautiful thought to think about the man that he walked with God and I want to encourage you today to walk with God. Walk with God every day. I don't know how much time I have left. You don't know how much time you have left. So every day, walk with God. Every day, live for God. And you'll be a blessing. You'll be blessed if you will glorify God and walk with God. And so there's a lot of interesting statements about people in the Bible Many who please God, some who God is proclaiming to come at a later time and be a blessing. The book of James, chapter 2, verse 23, the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God. It's a wonderful sentiment about a man who pleased God. He believed in God, and he was tested by God, and he passed the test. And so I'd ask you today, are you going to pass the test? Because you will be tested, and you will be tried. And if you walk with God, you can pass every test. If you walk with God, you can handle every trial. And I, I like the names. And, and it seems like in the Old Testament, they were named because of a character. They possessed a, a father of a multitudes, Abraham. You know, I've, I've read that the Native Americans, they didn't name a child until the child did some significant thing, and then that's when you name a child. And so, I don't know maybe what my name would have been. Probably a dumb guy who gets his arm smashed in a feed truck. It might have been my name. Your name might change if you did something uh, very heroic or very dumb. Throughout your life, uh, Quanta Parker's name means odor. So I don't know if he was a stinky guy or maybe he smelt good. I, I don't know. Luke 1, 13, the angel said, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayers heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. God knew. This man, John, Jehovah is a gracious giver. He gave John to the people to prepare the people of earth for baptism, for the gospel. He provided a pathway, you see. 
God gave that, and, and he died a terrible death. The book of Mark, chapter 14, verse 8, we don't know this woman's name. Jesus said she has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint my body for burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever the gospel is preached in the whole world, that what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial for her. I wish we knew her name because I'm going to tell you something that she did that pleased God. She did what she could do. And if what you can do is pray, then pray. And if what you can do is give money, then give money. And if what you can do is build relationships with people, then build relationships. If you can clean the building, then clean the building. If you can sit down and do Bible studies, do those things. Dedicate your life and walk with God and use the talents and abilities. She did what she could do and it pleased God. So if you can do a little and that's all you can do, then do a little. It'll please God. But I want to tell you, most of you can do a lot. Most all of you have a lot of talent and ability, so use it. I'd like to know the name. I don't know. I know a few things about some names. Andrew, you know what your name means? Do you? I, from what I've studied, it means the man. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You're the man. I don't know if Barry knew that. Maybe he did. You're the man. You know what Marka means? Warlord. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, you're the man, but... <laughs> Genesis 5, verse 18. Jared lived 162 years and begat Enoch. After he begat Enoch, Jared lived eight hundred years. That is a different time. I know you young folks think I'm old. I'm 51. Man, he's old. Look, look at these folks. He begat sons and daughters, so all the years of Jared were 962 years, and he died. Enoch lived 65 years and begat Methuselah. After he begat Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years, and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. It's an interesting passage. It's puzzling. And I believe we've discussed, and I want to encourage you to remember that God loves you. He wants to have you. He looks forward to the day of death so that you can be His. And evidently this man pleased God. Because he was not, and God took him. We're going to talk about that. But the man spent a long time walking with God. And it's a beautiful thing because often in the Scripture our life is represented as a walk or a path. And we're on a journey and we should follow a path of God. We should go the way that God wants us to go. And many times in life we divert from one side or to the other. Many times in life we get off the path. We get distracted and we go down a road we shouldn't go. We get off the path of God and we quit walking with God. And we start walking with Satan. We lay down and we quit. 
We get distracted and deceived and we don't walk at all. The psalmist said in the first psalm, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in his season, whose leaf shall not at all wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The godly man is going to walk in the path of God, not the path of sinners. He's not going to sit there in the seat of the scornful. He's going to be a fruitful, productive person. And if any people can understand on the face of the earth, a tree planted by a river, it's us. Because a tree that's planted by a river is going to grow and be a great tree and be fruitful. And we've seen all the trees planted in the fence rows and in the corners and they grow up and they dwindle and they die. He, the man who walks with God is going to be fruitful. And I want to encourage you to dedicate your life to a godly walk and follow God. Genesis chapter 6 verse 9. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. Was he always perfect? No, he goofed up. But most of his life he followed the Lord and walked with the Lord. In the book of Matthew chapter 16 verse 24, Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up the cross and follow me. You're going to have to follow Jesus and walk the path that Jesus trod. He's been down the road. He's helped us to overcome. He will help you to avoid the temptations and the snares of the devil like Enoch did. He walked. Mark chapter 10 verse 21. Jesus looking at him loved him and said one thing you lack. Go your way. Sell whatever you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. And come and take up the cross and follow me. Follow me. Because disciples follow Jesus. Disciples stay the course. Disciples walk every day. They don't turn aside. Matthew chapter 19 verse 21. Jesus said, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. And if you want to have the heavenly home, then you're going to have to deny yourself and give up on other things and follow Jesus. Let's look at Enoch's life for just a minute. If from what I can understand, he was born in about the year 622 from creation. And he lives 365 years. That means he was translated or God took him in the year 987. And so for 300 years, he walked with God. You know, our oldest church member... Uh, not right now, but for many years, with Sister Nona Elmore, she was 103. And I don't remember a time in my life that she wasn't at church. She was a very faithful woman, very quiet, very humble. We all loved her. She was the lady with blue hair, you know. Just a meek and quiet spirit, and she never failed to be at the worship services. You know, as she got older, her health began to fail, and there were challenges in that way, but she always came to church. And one day she came to church, she left her car running. 
And I remember Dad standing there and looking out and said, Poor thing, she, she forgot to turn off her car. He said, Son, go out and turn off her car. So I did. And the next Sunday she came to church and she left her car running. My dad said, Poor thing, that poor thing she can't remember. Son, go turn off her car. I went out and turned off her car. We got the next Sunday, Dad comes in. He said, Don't turn off her car no more. There's something wrong with her car and it's hard to start once it dies. Her son called me. So it, just leave her car. Sometimes we think we're helping people. A hundred years, a hundred and three is a long time. Two hundred years is a long, long time. Can you imagine if we had someone here today two hundred years old? What was the Civil War like? Did you ever see Abraham Lincoln? Three hundred years? Did you ever see George Washington? Did... 300 years he walked. Think about it. He never took a day off. He didn't follow some crazy doctrine and, and run away. Day in and day out. The good days, the bad days. Through the good times and the storms of life. He walked. Every day. You know what the name means? Dedicated. Dedicated to God. I don't know what my name might be if God was to give me a name. It probably wouldn't be too flattering. I pray God would call you dedicated. Because that's what he was. Because he walked with God. In Romans 8 verse 4 he says that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. You need to be a spiritual person to walk with God. You have to be spiritual in order to overcome the trials and temptations of life. And I want to encourage you young people, you young folks listen to me. Try to be a spiritual person. Study the Bible. And work on having the fruits of the Spirit in your life because it's going to take a lot of faith to endure the trials of life because you're going to have storms in your life. You're going to have troubles and heartaches in your life. It's just life. And it's not the easy days that define us. It's the hard days. It's how we handle the storms of life. In Hebrews 11, verse 6, Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. You need to live a life of faith because the difficulties are going to come. So I want to encourage you to be spiritual people. Secondly, He says in Matthew 5, 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And I want to tell you something. Enoch was pure. But God wouldn't have taken him if he wasn't. Try to be a pure person. Avoid the sins and the temptation and the evils that are out there and keep yourself pure. Help one another. Encourage one another to stay away from evil things and walk with God. In the book of Matthew 7, verse 21, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. A lot of people talk the talk. And I'll tell you, Enoch walked the walk. Every day. And you need to as well. He says in John 5, 39, Search the Scriptures. 
For in them you think you have eternal life, and these are they which testify of me. Get in the Bible and read and study your Bible and prepare yourself every day to live the life that God wants you to live. Enoch was not. It's a hard thing to grasp because God took him. In Hebrews 11 verse 5, By faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. And it seems contrary to what we think of as life. But I want to tell you, God loves the faithful. Oh, He loves all men. I want to tell you, He especially loves the faithful. Evidently, His life was very precious. And He was so dedicated that God looked down on Him and at some point He just, He had to have Him. And I tell you, God wants you. He wants you to be saved. He wants to have that relationship with you. That's why He created the earth. That's why there's been a scheme put in place so that you can be redeemed. That's why Jesus came. God wants us. And God reached down and took Him. Why? He was taken because He had this testimony. He pleased God. He pleased God. I'll tell you what, I want to please God. I know you want to please God too. And it takes effort. And we've got to put the effort did because I believe that Enoch put the effort in as well. God was so pleased that he took him. He wanted to have him. And I think one of the reasons is because Enoch stood for truth. He stood for what was right. Jude verses 14 and 15. Now Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men also, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have committed in an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Enoch stood for truth. And I want to encourage you with your walk with God to stand for truth. You'll have an opportunity every day to stand for truth. You'll have an opportunity every day to open your mouth and teach people and help people and to be the church, the pillar, and the ground of the truth. Enoch was not because God took him. You see, God took him. And I won't read the whole passage, but he wasn't just lost. God took him. You know, many years ago, a lady in our community went missing. And I remember well, they, they were calling everyone. This was way back before 911 and cell phones. And they, they can't find this lady. She was a wife and a mother. And the call went out and people went down, the EMS. And, you know, they had dogs and people on horses. And they were hunting and trying to find this woman. And they missed her. They missed her. And these people missed Enoch. God took him. Why? He pleased him. Enoch was given something that was great. Life and not death. Life. Because he pleased God. Colossians 1 verse 12, giving thanks to the Father who has 
qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. If we'll please God and we'll serve God, we're going to be blessed with a heavenly home. Revelation 2, verse 10, Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation ten days. Be faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life. I'm going to ask you, my friends, will you walk in a way that pleases God even in the hard times? You know, I've known a lot of people that in the hard times they blame God. Why? Will you stand with God and stand for what's right even when your friends make you uncomfortable? And they call you a Bible thumper? Would you stand with God and walk with God if everyone else quit? If everyone else turned their backs? You know, we need people of all ages to be dedicated. And sometimes it's easier if we're in a whole group. But I want you to know if you're going to please God, you're going to have to serve Him and follow Him and be dedicated to Him, come what may. How many teenagers are in this room? If you're a teenager, I want you to stand up. You won't get a whooping. I'll take your whooping. It's okay. Stand up if you're teenagers. Boy, they're all turning red. Let's just say an old person eating zombie come through and kills all the adults. I, I know it's far-fetched. If you teenagers were the only people here, would you have church next Sunday? Which of you would prepare the bread and the fruit of the vine? Who's going to preach? We all got a responsibility to serve the Lord. Enoch did it his whole life from young to old. You guys can sit down. Thank you. I want you young folks to think on serving the Lord. You're young, and that's wonderful. You may die young, so serve the Lord. You may live to be 103. That's wonderful. Serve the Lord and follow the Lord through the good times and bad. Revelation 22, verse 14. Blessed are those who do His commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life, may enter in through the gates into the city. Blessed are those. You need to walk by faith and please God. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, We walk by faith and not by sight. Keep your eyes on heaven. Keep your eyes on the goal. And don't get distracted by what we see around here. Don't get distracted on the little things of life. Don't be distracted by the cares and the riches and the pleasures. Focus on God and focus on that heavenly home. How dedicated is your walk? Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Are you dedicated to God? In Romans 6, verse 4, Therefore we are buried with Him by baptism through death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Are you walking the new life? Have you dedicated yourself to God in baptism? Ephesians 4.1 I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called. 
Are you walking worthy of the name of Christian? Are you living in a way that shames the name of Christ? Dedicate yourself to God. Ephesians 5 verse 2, Walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given Himself for us, an offering, a sweet-smelling sacrifice to God. I want to ask you, are you walking in love toward your neighbors? Are you reaching out to help them and make a difference in their life? Ephesians 5 verse 15, See then that you walk circumspectly, and not as fools but wise. Are you walking in wisdom? Are you avoiding the evil ones? The friends who will drag you down? Are you going to places you shouldn't go? Are you looking at things you shouldn't look at? Dedicate your life to God. Revelation 21, 7. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God. And he shall be my son. We must overcome. Every one of us has challenges. Every one of you have challenges and trials and heartaches. And you've got to overcome. You've got to endure and stay the course and walk with God. How dedicated is your walk? I'm going to ask you to get your songbooks out this evening. There's no doubt that Enoch had many storms in his life through those 365 years. You and I will too. If you've not been following the Lord, you need to turn... You need to change that today. And maybe you need to do something that's radical. Ask for prayers. Ask for help. It'd be wise to do that. Walk circumspectly. Ask for help and get help. We're in this together. Maybe you're here today and not a Christian and you've not dedicated your life to anything. Dedicate it to Christ today. And begin the walk. That's the greatest walk in life. It has more joy and more happiness and all the blessings of life. And it will help you in life. It will bless you in every way to name the name of Jesus. And so if we can help you this evening, please come as we sing.